This Mother's Day special commentary is sponsored by the Sterling Hut, providers of Italian fine silver gifts for all of life's occasions. Gifts for Mother's Day, weddings, anniversaries, graduations. Go to thesterlinghut.com and check out their handcrafted sterling silver picture frames, candelabras, silver mint julep cups, silver barware, wine goblets, toasting flutes, and more. You can even have these products engraved. Go to thesterlinghut.com. Thank you for listening to this Mother's Day special. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. And this is a short commentary acknowledging mothers on Mother's Day. I wish there were 365 days out of the year that mothers could be acknowledged and honored and cherished and remembered. My mother, Joanne, was exquisitely beautiful. She was inquisitive, creative, funny. She had a wild sense of humor. She was hot-blooded in the sense that it didn't take much for her to fly off the handle. She kept a lot of things inside in her life. And she struggled a long time in her life finding her personal space, her own voice. She raised myself and my two sisters, Karen and Jackie, all similarly but uniquely different. But one thing that is true across the board is that my mother was a defender of her children and their right to expression and their right to grow, to develop, and to find their way. She was particularly sensitive about us finding our personal space. When we were younger, we would have wild water fights in the house that sometimes would just break out out of nowhere. And I remember one time taking the dog bowl and throwing it on her (laughs) with all her clothes on and her running and getting balloons and bigger bowls of water and finding either Karen, my sister or Jackie or myself and throwing it on us till we were all breaking up laughing in the house. My dad wasn't there, by the way. (laughs) If anybody called during dinner, it was total hell on wheels. Do not get on the other side of Joanne Greenhouse during the dinner hour. It was a very serious time, and she guarded it like a pit bull with a voice from the speaker of the cosmos. And I remember people were chilled, scared to death to call it our dinner hour. I remember when I was younger and I was in grade school, we were all out on the softball field, and this girl named Amy called me the F word and tripped me on the second base. And I don't know what possessed me. I think I was 10 or 12 years old. But I got up and I lifted the girl's body up and threw her on her head. I ended up at the principal's office named Mr. Puffer. Can you imagine a principal's name like that? And they said they were going to suspend me and the whole thing and what I did to this girl. And he called my mother, Joanne Greenhouse. This is Mr. Puffer. Your daughter has thrown this girl on her head on the softball field. We are looking at this very seriously. She has a concussion. And my mother said to Mr. Puffer, Mr. Puffer, what did the girl do to have my daughter throw her on her head? This was the essence of Joanne Greenhouse. She was so sharp. She didn't even know what that girl said to me. Not that what I did was justified. She didn't think it was justified. So Mr. Puffer puts her on the phone to me. And my first thing my mother says to me is, did you have to throw the girl on her head? Couldn't you have done anything else? You have us all in real trouble now. Put him back on the phone. (laughs) My mother was wild. I remember times in high school where they had this ridiculous rule at the Beverly Hills High School where 
you had to wait till 3.30 in the afternoon, even if all your subjects were done at 1.30, because you legally couldn't be released from school till 3.30. So at 1.30, I would call my mother and say, let's go. I'll meet you around the block. And my mother would come because she felt it was an insane rule and she wasn't going to participate with it. We had a whole ninja thing going on there. I even had the head of administration escorting me to my mother's car at 1.30. So my mother was a rule breaker. She was groundbreaking in some of her thinking. She was very old world and old school, too, in some other ways. Her husband was the center of her life, and everything about him came first, and everything about her came last. Very, very funny, though. Very, very funny woman. Beautiful. Even when I went to the casket in 2008 to say goodbye to my mother again, she looked so beautiful. And I remember opening the casket and saying, you have a lot of nerve looking like this when you're not even in your body anymore. My mother, Joanne, was complicated. She was diverse and she was a big defender of her children and her husband, I might add. I acknowledge there are many kinds of mothers. There are biological mothers and there are mothers who are co-parenting that are not the biological mother. There are mothers who adopt children. These are real mothers. And I think what's unique about mothers is that mothers have a primary commitment to their children. They are primarily connected to those children They put those children first in terms of well-being, and they can't really rest. They don't have peace of mind if their children aren't okay or are struggling or suffering. There's something that just gnaws away at a woman who's a mother or parenting as a mother where she cannot rest. She cannot be. She cannot breathe well if her children are not doing well. Being a mother is a sacred space of feminine energy, of wisdom being imparted to children, of guidance, of nurturing, of boundaries, a space that cannot be denied, cannot be revoked, and should never be tampered with. It is an eternal space of primal and primordial origin. To be a mother is to take on and have to absorb the unforgiving, highly judgmental, microscopic views of others who judge mothers harshly, who don't fit the picture of how mothers should be, whether they've taken on extraordinary work in the world, whether they're in industry, whether they're in a same-gendered relationship, whatever it is, Mothers take on unbelievable projection from both men and women around the world. Mothers are often blamed for children and what they do, who they become and what they become. They are blamed for many, many things that have nothing to do with them. But one thing is for sure, being a mother is a sacred role and it's a sacred space that should be cherished and honored and forever remembered, whether there's a Mother's Day or not. Once you're a mother, you're a mother forever. God love all of you. And God love my mother in heaven, Joanne Greenhouse, who went to bat for me almost all of my life for being who I am, who wanted more than anything for her daughter to be happy, successful, at peace, and fulfilled as a human being. I love you, Mom. And to all the mothers out there, I love you too. Thank you for being who you are. It's rainmaking time. It's funny how sometimes you don't take action until people have died. I remember visiting my mother in an Alzheimer's facility in Studio City 
And my cousins, Carol and Dan, were there. And I had this little tape recorder with me. My dad had passed on five years before. And I started to interview my cousins, Carol and Dan, about my parents because they were very close to them and they knew them for many years, even before they were married. I want you to know that I got the funniest, most adorable stories about my mom and dad that I would have never heard otherwise. I kid you not. I found out that my dad, Buddy Greenhouse, used to invite people to massive parties, bring everybody together, and then they'd all get to the party and they go, where's Buddy? And he was not there. In other words, he would just put the whole thing together, get everybody to come. And sometimes he would not show up. Now, you may not think that's funny. You may think that's rude and all that. But I thought that was hysterical when I first heard about it. It's just not something that I would think that my dad was capable of. But apparently he was. Many of you listening to the show are going to wait until your parents and your sisters and brothers and cousins pass on before you ever capture the wonderful stories and legacy of your family. I'm making a very special service available to those of you that would like me to interview your family and capture the wonderful stories that are the gift of your family legacy. It's a really special service. It's very confidential and private and can be done in either audio or video. Don't miss the occasion to capture the living legacy of your family and the great treasures that are sitting there. I'm a miner. I know how to get to those treasures. Call me at its rainmaking time at 626-398-8652. Thank you.